Now on DVD and Blu-ray and digital platform is Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Ten years in the making, Vin Diesel returns as everybody's favorite secret agent. And joining me right now is DJ Caruso, director of Triple X Return of Xander Cage. DJ, greetings from Las Vegas. Greetings, Jeff. How are you? Now, DJ, with Vin Diesel's success with the Fast and Furious series, he even rebooted Riddick. Now he's trying to take on a third franchise. How did you get Vin Diesel to agree to come back to this character? Well, the good news for me was Vin was really, really adamant about bringing Xander Cage back. And he brought it to me uh, with the idea and saying, look, we really want to get, I really want to, I really loved playing this character. Xander Cage is a character that's really close to who Vin is as a person. He loves to have fun. He laughs. He's got a lot of adrenaline. He's an adrenaline junkie. He likes to be the center of all that group. He's very rebellious. So I think Vin really relates to Xander. So he wanted to bring Xander back. And then it was for me finding the right story or finding the right, uh, right group of people to put around him. And then once that came into place, we both said, like, let's do this. Now, I understand that for an action film in this day and age, the global market is very important. And I noticed in Xander Cage that the cast was represented almost internationally. So was that something done on purpose to appeal to a a wide global audience? Well, you know, it was. First first and foremost, it was a creative ad thing. We thought, well, because uh, Xander Cage has been gone for so long and Darius Stone, uh, the Ice Cube character, the franchise has been sort of dormant for 10 years, what would have Sam Jackson's character, Augustus Gibbons, have been doing all this time. So we thought he would be putting together a group. Uh, and again, since the globalization, the world is shrunken with all the digital media and, and the way that we share information, that, that Sam would have an international group now. And then if we brought Xander Cage back and Darius Stone, Ice Cube's character, back and put them into this group, it would make sense that it's, it's, it's this global agency. And of course, uh, naturally, from a business standpoint, it worked out fantastic because I really got to say, like, well, who is Zhang? I would love it to be Donnie Yen because Donnie Yen, I'm a huge fan of the Ip Man series. He's a fantastic martial artist and a great actor. And then we went to Deepika Pakadun from India. We got to bring her in um, and just bring this whole group. Ruby Rose is from Australia. Nina Dobrev from Toronto and Bulgaria. Michael Bisbin from England. You know, uh, Rory McCann. You just got this great eclectic group. And that's the way the world is today. And that's the way cinema has happened. It's all global and, and the world is ever shrinking. So it's really a representation of what's happening in the world. Now, DJ, something I've always been curious about in action movies is when you get the script for a movie like Triple X, Return of Xander Cage, and it says Vin Diesel will snow ski down a jungle mountainside, is that something that's in the script to begin with? Or do you guys sit around and think of what's some of the craziest stunts we can come up with and then figure out how in the world are we going to do this? Well, basically, um, we the great news is with Scott Frazier, we created the script from scratch. So we were basically going as we went along and, and developing the script. And I was pulling uh, sequences you know, looking on the internet, looking at what's going on in the world, what kind of adrenaline junkies are out there. And you found this great group. Uh, I think the, the Greengrass Production Group from Portland, Oregon had come up with this jungle jib skiing, skiing in the jungle without snow. And so once when I saw that and saw the imagery that they were capturing, I thought, we've got to put this in a movie. And same thing with Robbie Madison, who's a motorcycle rider who rode this motorcycle in the ocean in Tahiti. I wanted to pull him in. So we actually went and got those guys and made them our stunt coordinators for those sequences and so really it's about me putting what I think would be interesting into the script as opposed to reading the script and adhering to it. We wanted to really push it with real extreme athletes. Now with a movie like this, with all these action sequences and you have all these stars, as a director, you can't let anyone get hurt because it would you know, stop the production of the film. So do you have to like sometimes tell the stars, we got to use a stunt double, you know, we got to be careful here? 
Well, you have to be very careful because one, you know, first of all, when you have all these great action stars, they all are, whether they're macho or the female versions too, they all want to do, they want to do as much, as much as they can of their own stunts. Ruby Rose, like coming down out of a tree, unraveling in the Cirque du Soleil kind of way. I was like, you know, that was all that's even dangerous. So they all want to do so much, but then you have to get to that fine line as a, as a filmmaker and as a professional where you say, no, we're going to, we're going to draw the line here. There's no way you can ride the motorcycle. You know, even, even a motorcycle in the water, we lost, I think seven or eight bikes are in the bottom of the uh, you know the Pacific or the Atlantic Ocean somewhere uh, because literally it's when a bike stops in the ocean it just sinks it's not like you have to be going 60 miles an hour or the bike's going to sink so all those things are really dangerous and so you find that fine line with, as far as you can take it uh, with the realies and then you really have to come in with stunt experts to come in and, and finish the rest. Now, as a director of Triple X, Return of Xander Cage, how involved were you with the DVD and the Blu-ray? Did you get to put in deleted scenes and commentary? And, and how involved were you with the production of the DVD release? The uh, DVD and the Blu-ray, which are available now, you have a really great... Uh, I was really involved in helping putting together uh, clips and sequences, uh, particularly of the, of the behind-the-scenes of how we did these stunts and how we pulled them off and how you can see what the real stunt people were doing and, and how we integrated the actors. And so I love to put together that. I, I love, like, if you get a little bit of film school behind the scenes on any DVD or Blu-ray, because I enjoy that as a film fan. And at the same time, we have great interviews with the actors and the crew that put the movie together. But you'll get to see, particularly when you, you, the actors, is the good time that everyone had making this movie. It's a lot of fun to watch the movie, and I wanted everyone to understand that we had as much fun making it. So if you get, you get to look behind the scenes and and see the actor interviews, see a little bit of the gag reel and, and, the, and the how-to, how we made some of these sequences. It makes for a really interesting DVD and Blu-ray. Hey, DJ, finally, I have to ask you about that fur-lined jacket that Vin Diesel wears. That is Xander Cage's trademark. Whatever happened to that pimp daddy jacket? That pimp daddy jacket has quite a story. In the original movie, after the original movie finished, Mark Zuckerberg fell in love with that jacket uh, and bought that for his number two partner at Facebook. And so the original jacket was gone. Mark Zuckerberg bought it, and I guess he owns it. And so literally, like, got to 12 or 15 years later, and we need to get that jacket again, and we wanted to make it a fun story point about where maybe he left it in London with a... Uh, Ainsley, who's one of the characters, Hermione Carfield's an actress. So we really wanted to build a little, a little folklore around that jacket. So we had to make another one from scratch, which was quite interesting because the jacket weighs about 35 pounds, and literally if you put it on, it sheds. Uh, and so we always made a joke around set. We'd always take the jacket. Our cinematographer, Russell Carpenter, who's an amazing man, shot the Titanic and loves, you know, is a great cinematographer. He hated that jacket so much um, that we always kept putting it on the back of Russell's chair where his, say, Russell Carpenter, we always hang it on his chair. Uh, and the reason he hated it was because lighting was so difficult with it and it would always shed. Uh, so the jacket is, uh, it's still around. Vin has one in his closet and I believe Paramount has the other one. DJ, congratulations on the success of Triple X Return of Xander Cage and make sure you come and visit us in Las Vegas real soon. We'd love to have you. I'd love to be there. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage is now on DVD, Blu-ray, and all digital formats, so make sure you check it out. Also, for more reviews and interviews, surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next time.